We got a damn Taylor Swift promo. Look at Speck doing some work. All right. This is Travis Kelsey. This is Taylor Swift. And you're listening to 610 Sports Radio. Borrowing that from our sister station, I assume. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if you got an interview on the radio with Taylor Swift? I, you got to. I mean, that immediately becomes your <laughs> most insanely listened to interview. Oh, yeah. I mean, you put it everywhere. You Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, whatever. Swifties are just looking for everything, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's just, she's dominant, man. She's on top of the world. She was playing stadiums some two nights, some three nights, some four, and selling out. And from what I've heard from many people, it was one of the greatest concerts they've ever been to. She played for like three hours. Three hours, 44 songs. And I thought Bruce was impressive because I went to the Bruce Springsteen concert. That man was 72 years old, played for three hours, didn't break. Wow. It was insane. I was in love that night. I think I might still be in love after that night. I think I am. Yeah. Uh, Somebody from the 785 says, I think this could be a trap game more than the Bears game. I look for our receivers to stumble today and Kelsey to be distracted. Distracted? Yeah. If he was ever going to be distracted. It would have been last week. It would have been last week. And he had seven for 69 and a touchdown and didn't play a quarter and a half. Nah, man. I mean, nice, right? Yeah. Nah, dude. He ain't going to be distracted. 20 to 14 is the score in the uh, Atlanta-Jacksonville game, I believe. 20 to 7? 20 to 7. Not a touchdown there for Drake London. Yeah, Desmond Ritter is just bad. But to get to this text, more of a trap game. Well, last week wasn't a trap game. Last week was just a get it right week, right? You just have to get it right. And they did. The offense looked good. Rasheed Rice looked like he's starting to belong. But a trap game to me would be like if the Vegas Raiders were in town. Division, they know you a little bit more. They're not as good. You're much more superior than they are. There's a chance you can lose that game. That's a trap game to me. And the Bears and the Jets don't give me trap. I don't also, I don't believe in trap games. But I know that I feel the definition is, and I know people do. But man, the Jets suck. They're just very bad. And they're not bad from like talented players like the Bears, right? Like the Bears are just bad. The Jets are bad because they're rotting from the inside, right? And it's similar to like maybe you have friends that argue a lot that are in a relationship. And they might show up to the swim party, smiles on their face, but you know, deep down, that's not a good relationship. That's what the Jets are right now. Sauce Gardner 
is extremely talented. Probably one of the best defensive players in the league year two. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, talented players. But inside that locker room, it's rotting away because their head coach is sticking with Zach Wilson. And the team doesn't like it. A defense that is good is consistently having to be on the field and keep the team into the game. And that wears thin. Tempers tend to get riled up. Fingers start to begin pointed at people. And when you lose a locker room, you lose everything. Once you've lost that locker room, the season is over. Now, once they lost Aaron Rodgers, their season was over. But again, that locker room is falling apart. And if you don't believe me, just type in New York Jets and go look at all the videos you'll see next or from last week. Garrett Wilson on the sideline yelling at somebody. His antics, his demeanor, everything is pissed off vibes. Michael Carter, backup running back, we've talked about it, screaming at his running back's coach face. It's a grown man to another grown man. And I don't like to raise my voice. Very rarely do I. Not worth it. Some people don't have that same take. And Michael Carter was screaming at a coach. Like, once you see that, you know things are south. Like, once you see a guy deliberately trying to bewittle another coach, and he's a player, yeah. And somebody says, Dusty, you're forgetting about the motivation of prime time. Their season is on the line. No, their season is over. They're not going to beat Miami. They barely beat the Bills on luck and probably a lot of adrenaline. Right? That was a big night for New York. Obviously, you had 9-11 that was going on. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. The city's there. They want to believe they're going to be okay. And then they beat the Bills because Josh Allen was just terrible. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So we're talking about how Robert Sala is sticking with you know, their quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's like, what else is he supposed to do? You know, I, they, I know they signed Trevor Simeon, but it's not like he's going to be the savior. So well, like, what is he supposed to do? How would he get this defense to, to, you know, stop commenting and figure it out? What do they want him to do? Not play Zach Wilson. And play anybody else. I think that's as simple as it gets. I think that this team knows who Zach Wilson is. They went and got Aaron Rodgers in the offseason because Zach Wilson was so terrible and they needed that's what they needed. They right. needed that position to be better and they'd be okay. Right? Got Dalvin Cook. Rodgers took, you know, a pay cut. Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year. Robert Sala, defensive minded coach, can really kind of, you know, put a scheme together more often than not, week in and week out. And then it's like defensive minded coach sticking with quarterback who's not good. Stop doing it. Like, we know he's not good. Go get anybody else. Okay, so when do the Jets start playing Trevor Simeon? Oh, if he goes out there tonight and throws two picks in the first half, he's benched. Really? Oh, his leash is so short. Because of, like, what we're describing. If your locker room is lost, you're no longer a valuable coach. You see it all the time. Once a coach loses a locker room, they're quickly fired. 
Robert Sala is not getting fired. You can't. He's just, I think he's too good of a coach, and I don't, I don't think that they're going to fire him. But the thing is, at some point, Woody Johnson's going to call, and he's going to say, hey, get that SOB out of the position at quarterback. Please put somebody else in there. I don't care who it is. Not him. Because Zach Wilson's just not that guy. He got drafted because he made one throw at a combine, and everybody was like, this guy might have some Mahomes talent. True story. That's what was said. Because he rolled out and threw a 65-yard bomb in the air on a, on a dime. And people saw it, and they said, if he can do that, he can do it in the league, there's a chance. And he was drafted very high. He's and uh, his, second overall. And he's a he was supposed to be a franchise quarterback. And Robert Sala is in a very tough spot or you could call a rock in a hard place because you drafted a guy as a franchise quarterback who's still very, very young, right? So you want to believe and you want to know that you have standards. Like if you're a coach who goes out there and gives a guy one chance and he doesn't do what you think he can do and you, you part ways, that shows zero patience. But you've also might have shown too much patience because, yes, they went out and signed Trevor Simeon, Yes, there was talk like, okay, go sign Flacco or go get Matt Ryan. That's how bad it is. And when you lose your team's trust because you're trying to be too trustworthy with your guy, at some point you got to cut ties. But I think tonight, if he goes out there in the first quarter, and their defense is capable of doing this, the Chiefs defense is capable of doing this. Let's say their first drive goes three plays, zero yards, an incomplete pass, two total yards rushing. The next drive, he goes out there and he throws a pick. And then he goes out there again, stalls out, halftime, it's, you know, 17 to three. He's not starting the second half. They're going to bring in Trevor Simeon? Anybody else. I don't care who it is. They can go sign RG3 because <laughs> he said that he would get contact, but he's too famous. He's too much of a distraction. That's a true story that Robert Griffin III said. Dusty, tonight is when Salah makes the big change and tries to save his job. That team will be playing motivated. I guarantee it. this is an upset at the end of the game by the Jets with a field goal. 7-8-5. How much do you want to bet on that? I'll bet the Chiefs win by 14. I mean, the Chiefs are going to cover the spread. He could make a change at quarterback at halftime. Doesn't matter. They'll be too far ahead. It won't, it won't mean anything. I want to continue to talk about this defense. We'll tell you who's out. Obviously, you know the Nick Bolton news, also the Watson news. But what this defense can do tonight to a team that is damn near broke, what this offensive line does for a quarterback who no longer has to worry about anything in the world except just scoring touchdowns, which is the best thing that he's known for. 610 Sports Radio, After Hours, Quentin Dusty Likens. We talk about this Chiefs-Jets matchup a little bit more in depth on the other side. Do you know what this song's about? A woman? Well, it's Sunday. It's more about a couple. Knocking me out with those American thighs. Walls were shaking. We'll leave it at that. Um, it's funny to me. Is Beyonce tonight? Is that concert tonight at uh, at Arrowhead? Um. 
I know they, they didn't. They had one last night. I don't know if it's a Saturday, Sunday, or a Friday, oh, Saturday. Oh, was Beyonce last night? Yeah, I know it was last night, but I don't uh, know if it okay. be here for was... two days. Who goes to a concert on a Sunday night? I would. I got to figure this out. Not my uh, genre of music. Really? Yeah, she's uh, she's there tonight. Wow. 7 to 11, G-E-H-A field at Arrowhead. Beyonce. Foxy Cleopatra. She's a whole lot of woman. That's from Goldmember. She says it. Somebody says, Dusty, Taylor Swift is the top story on foxnews.com. Yeah, it's everywhere. In fact, in fact, this is a true story. Per Adam Schefter this morning, Taylor Swift further put Travis Kelsey on the map this past week. Kelsey gained over 860,000 Instagram followers, more than 2023's voted, or more than two, more than 200 and whatever, I don't know what's going on, more than 2023's voted top NFL player combined. He has gained more followers in September, so in 30 days, than he did following all three Super Bowls he played in combined. The NFL player who gained second most Instagram followers last week. Do you want to take a guess at this? Um, Raheem Mostert? No. This person was second in gained followers on Instagram. By 137,000. That's how many they gained last week. Do you want to guess who this person is again? I want to. It's got to be. Um, I want. I just want to guess a Miami player just because of the blowout. Don't. Don't? Oh, and then I have no idea. Jason Kelsey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. They went to the brother. They're trying to get the inside scoop. Blake Lively. Famous actress, right? Ryan Reynolds' wife. Yeah. Yeah, you know who she went out and ate dinner with last night in New York? The Mahomeses and Taylor Swift. Beyonce's tonight. My niece is going. Some people just live a different life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. Do you want to stay at home or do you want to go eat dinner with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Oh. Gee, let me think. By the way, final score in London, 23-7. to Jacksonville handles Atlanta pretty easily. They moved to 2-2. Two and two. I mean, it's crazy, man. Like, it's just, I never thought they would get this big, right? I never thought the Chiefs would be this big. But now it's just like. Like, when you saw the videos of the coordinators on the sideline looking up into the press box, and or not the press box, but the suite, seeing that it was Taylor Swift and seeing their reaction, and I know there's some people out there that are Richards that are like, you guys are, you know, you're males. You don't need to talk about this. No, this is everything. Yes, they play the Jets, a terrible team. The Chiefs will win, right? We all know that. But the other thing that we know is that the number one story in the NFL right now is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. 816, Kelsey's more popular worldwide than Mahomes. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So, I mean, it's just, you know, when you have a tight end that's already Hall of Fame, arguably the greatest tight end to ever play the game, there's still debates. And then you you put this on top of it. Like you saw what people did just to see Taylor Swift and Lawrence. They went to Free State Brewing. Great place. Line out the door. Nick Price, who owns and operates a couple of Jeffersons. They said that when they had the Swift people were coming out to the street sign, that there were just lines of people for hours upon hours a day. And tonight, when this game comes on the TV and everybody's sitting back and everybody's watching, they will show Taylor Swift before they do the Collinsworth slide-in. Al Michaels will make some sort of pun with Taylor Swift. It'll be in their opening monologue. Right? You know how Collinsworth is. Yeah, man, this Chiefs team is great. Patrick Mahomes, he's really good. But, man, they got Taylor Swift on their side, Al. That's what he'll say. They'll say something like that. The bump music going to breaks will be Taylor Swift. And if you're not into this, that's fine. At least acknowledge it. She's going to be all over the TV tonight. I would love to know what the offshore betting over-under is for how many times she's shown. Could you imagine this, too? Because we know Usher's doing the halftime show. Because you know who turned it down originally. She did. She's like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to do halftime in the Super Bowl. Could you imagine the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl and she was the halftime performer? The world would blow up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the world would explode You know what would happen? Happened. We would get... Uh, all over the interwebs of people like, you know, NFL scripted. They did this just to get attention. Yeah, my bad. Al Michaels doesn't work for NBC anymore. Whoever he's doing the game with. Is it Tariko? I don't care. That's not the point. Congratulations, 816. You win. Either way, whoever's doing the game tonight with Collinsworth there's going to be a Taylor Swift reference. All the music will be Taylor Swift. I found myself listening to Taylor Swift, just checking it out, listening to Folklore, Evermore, Midnight's, the last three albums. She's evolved, you know? She went from, like, cute little country girl to, like, break my heart, I'm going to break your soul with words. Tenacious. Don't tempt her. Don't mess with her. Chiefs Jets tonight. The scariest thing is, I'll explain what it is on the other side of After Hours and 610 Sports Radio. Back in on After Hours, Dusty Likens with you, Quentin with you as well. Did you see videos of the uh, Las Vegas sphere over the weekend with the U2 concert in there? I did. Isn't that crazy? I would love to go. I would love to have a time inside that sphere in Vegas. Has that become, I mean, that that's become like now a top destination in Vegas now, which is hard to do. It just opened. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I don't know, man. I just feel like 
I don't know if I'd want to go necessarily see like a concert that I've been like really wanting to see. Like I wouldn't see John Mayer there. Right. I'd want to see him at like, you know, just a normal venue. But if I was ever going to see like Coldplay. Yeah. That's where I'd want to go see him. I saw them building it. I was in Vegas and I saw them working mm-hmm. on it. And I yeah. was like, that. it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. But then now that it's fully up and running and mm-hmm. that the fact that they can do so many things with it. Yeah, I was at uh I was in there I was there last December and they were building it. Yeah. And the our Uber driver to the airport was talking about what it was meant to be or what it's supposed to be. Cause I don't know how much it seats. I want to say probably like what, like fifteen thousand? Eighteen thousand. There's two there's three different sections. I just watched a video on it. There's the two hundreds, the three hundreds, and the four hundreds. Very steep. But since it's a sphere, there's really not a bad seat in the house. Right. Um, the video did say if you struggle from vertigo, probably not your place. Or if you have, uh, what's that one thing where like lights and quick bright lights will. Epilepsy? Yeah. <laughs> if you go into epileptic shock frequently, probably don't go to this place. Because like they had like the matrix types of numbers and it looked like the room was shrinking. And then the outside of it, you already know. You've seen those pictures of, like, eyeballs or it's a big basketball or it's a moon or it's whatever. But that thing is uh, that's special. Speaking of special. This Chiefs team is different, at least through the first three weeks, potentially, like we've never seen before. Right? This is a... Uh, This is a new front for your Kansas City Chiefs because this is, at least in my opinion right now, the first time that Mahomes has ever had a defense and the first time that Mahomes has ever, you know, really not had any pressure. And what I mean by that is you have a defense now that is what I would consider top five. You have an offensive line right now that I would consider top five. And what that does for Patrick Mahomes is what I didn't think was possible, which was made him more dangerous and more effective. Right? Like everybody last year loses their minds when Tyree kills no longer a receiving option for Patrick Mahomes. And he goes out there and wins the MVP, the Super Bowl, and he's, you know, carries the number one offense on his back. That's just what the numbers tell you. And this year, you know, there's a lot of talk. Who's going to be the wide receivers in the room? Who's Just give me four guys that I can trust to catch the ball. And that's been the biggest hurdle that we've had. As fans that watch the game, as people that talk on radio or TV or whatever it may be that your media outlet is, the one thing that you've had question all year is, all right, when do the wide receivers clean it up? Because Mahomes has zero pressure on him, right? Quentin gave you the numbers. Creed Humphrey hadn't allowed anything. In fact, Mahomes, I believe, has only been sacked once. And then you look at the defense, right? Like the offense can go out there and score seven and be just fine. Take eight minutes. You don't need to score in 13 seconds. You don't need to score in a minute and a half. We got this. Don't worry about it, Pat. 
relax. And we're going to get you some good field position. And if you go up by 14, the game is over. No pressure to go out there and score fast. No worries if, you know, your defense is going to give up points. They just don't. They're fast. They're good. And they're young. And they know. This young rookie defense last year that had a ton of first-year players on it, they went all the way to the Super Bowl and won. They played good teams on the way. They fought through the adversity of matchups, what it's like to play Cincinnati, what it's like to go through that week where their mayor's being cringy and then gets called a jabroni because that's fair. But they developed all that last year on this defensive side, right? And there's leaders out there, Legereus Sneed, Justin Reed, Chris Jones. You know, there's leadership voice. And then everybody else shares the common denominator which is we're a young team that's notoriously known for offense. Let's show the world what we can do on defense. And you're seeing more of Brian Cook. You're seeing more of Trent McDuffie, who, again, according to Pro Football Focus, is the number one cornerback in coverage right now in the NFL. Three weeks. Go ahead. I mean, what have we been saying about Patrick Mahomes, right? It Just give him a defense. It, give him an average defense. And one of the things we've been talking about, Josh Allen, for the last couple years is imagine if Patrick Mahomes had that defense, because if you're just limiting the scoring, if I have to go down and score 24 points a game, 31 points a game, give me the chiefs all day long. Now, all I have to do is score 20 points a game. Right. I mean, you're just, even with the quote unquote limited talent at wide receiver, I'm still taking the chiefs just because you've given Mahomes more room for error when, and what limited errors he has. Right. And that's the craziest thing about the team is that the team was already Super Bowl contender year in, year out because of who they have at quarterback, tight end, and and head coach. Now, you add a stellar defense and a wall that protects their quarterback. That's why they don't need the Tyreeks, right? They needed Tyreek back in the day because – Protection wasn't great, and you needed somebody that could get open quick or get to a spot that Mahomes could throw it to, and it worked. And then you look at today, he's going to have three and a half to four seconds every time he sits back in the pocket to throw it. And it doesn't matter who the receiver is, just catch the ball, right? Like, yeah, Kadarius Tony has over-the-top, you know, explosiveness. Don't see it at all. Sky Moore, the slot guy that can catch anything, you know, at least that's what the you know the report is. Go be those guys. Mahomes has no pressure when it comes to a defensive front coming after him, and he has no pressure because he has a defensive a defensive unit that keeps this team exactly where they need to be. This is the best defense he's ever had, quite possibly the best offensive line he's ever had, and they may not lose again. And here's the craziest step. Bink loves throwing this mm. on the air during the post game. And they showed this on the air, I believe in the Bears game a bunch, that this is the youngest defense in the NFL. Yeah. They were all drafted last year. McDuffie, Watson, Wilson, Cook, Chanel, Karloftis. Like, they're all there. Tranquil's been great. 
Nick Bolton's young. He's only in his fourth year. Willie Gay's in his fifth year. Chris Jones isn't even 30 yet. Aminahue's not even playing yet. And that's the scariest part. This defense is going to get even better after week six. Just stay healthy. And that's the best part about all of this as we wrap up this conversation of the two top fives is that now you have an in-house friendly competition. Because now the defense is going to try to be better than the offense, and the offense is going to be better than the try to be better than the defense. And that is friendly competition. That's the best thing that you can have. Relationship-wise, friendship-wise, team-wise, in-house friendly competition always works. Right? No matter where you go or how you look at it. You know, you go play golf with your wife. She wants to go pick up the sticks. All right, if I beat you, you got to do this. All right? If I win, you got to do this. That's fun. That's in-house competition. Defense of the Chiefs. Hey, we're only going to allow 14 today. You think you can score more than 21? Challenge accepted. Hey, go make it easy out there on us. Right? Have them have a little friendly bet between the two. Hey, let's go out, honey, and let's shoot the basketball in the front yard. Let's shoot a couple. We'll play pig. I win. You have to decide what we do for dinner and cook it. If you win, I'll do the opposite. I'll figure it out. You get to relax. You can drink your vino, and I'll take care of everything. Ooh, I don't want to lose this bet. And you have fun doing it. Defense looks at offense. Hey, we're better than you. No, you're not. Want to make a bet? Yeah. Okay. We'll see who is better when we look at the tape on Tuesday or on Monday. We'll decide then. Loser has to listen to the winner's music for the entire week of practice. In-house competition works. Allow it. You have a top five offense and a top five defense and a top five offensive line. I'm serious. The Chiefs may never lose again. A bit egregious, but fun to think about. We wrap up this show on After Hours on the other side. Listen to 610 Sports Radio. Zero discipline. This is when Van Halen was good, which is for a very short period of time. My buddy just uh, locked in Chiefs minus eight and a half for $125. He believes. Do you believe not? I mean, I like. I know the Chiefs are are generally not great at covering the spread, but mm-hmm. doesn't that seem kind of low? Eight and a half. Yeah, I was telling him to do like the alternate spreads, like take the Chiefs minus fourteen. Yeah, like eight and a half just seems low. I mean, they're gonna blow them out. Nine one three, Dusty. Nice to hear you back. I need some help. <clears throat> I can't find a way to bet on sacks on FanDuel. Can you help me? Uh, I don't know if I can. I know it's on DraftKings. FanDuel, I'm not familiar with a lot of, like, where those props are. Um, But I would just go to the game, like Chiefs versus Jets, and then try to uh, try to find, like, player props, like individual props. And that's where you'll find, like, Chris Jones over, under, like, half a sack or something like that. That's my guess. That's the best I can help you, but... Thanks for listening, 913. 
Somebody says, Dusty, friend of Jay Binkley from Mama Locus. Met you once with Bink at 610. Anyway, just want to take a moment to thank you on behalf of Minnie for the good radio you always provide. Bink is the best, but you're pretty good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Shout out Mama Locus. Thanks for your kind words. You don't have to do that. You did that. That's very nice of you. So we always try to tell people at the end of the show, go do something nice for somebody. It's cool to care. It ain't got to be something over the top. You don't have to go like, you know, you don't have to go buy a you know big old thing of flowers for somebody. That would be nice. But it's nice to just, you know, maybe you're going to Quick Trip. Before you, before you go in, you see somebody get out of their car and they're coming to the front door. Hold that door. It's up to them to make the next move. Hopefully it's just one of those, thank you, you bet. And then you get to feel good before you go buy that hot dog or that pretzel. 913-586-7610, that's the text line. Just checked, no sack props props on FanDuel as of right now. Yeah, everybody's different. As Quentin said earlier, Zach Wilson's been sacked eight times this year. Probably going to get a couple more tonight. Already a game today. Jacksonville took care of business across the pond and beat the Atlanta Falcons. Desmond Ritter sucks. Kyle Pitts, I think, had two catches for 21 yards. He'll get traded. You know that's happening. Somebody's going to sign Chandler Jones, who was released by the Vegas Raiders yesterday. That whole thing's wild in general. But that was news that broke yesterday. Someone's going to sign Chandler Jones. Kyle Pitts is probably going to get traded. Because this is, what, year three? So he's in a contract year, technically next year. Tight end market is increasingly going up. He's got a ton of talent. They just don't use it. Man, we got this game geared up. Let's talk about some football today. The best game is Dolphins and Bills, right? Like, that's the number one game of the day. There's a lot of division games today. But that one, as we said in the fantasy football show, that's the that's the all-juice game for the late and great Therese Paler. Like, that game's going to be awesome. Tua versus Josh Allen. Both teams don't like each other. Dolphins have been the greatest offense in the NFL this year. But, I mean, Pittsburgh at Houston, that probably doesn't get you going, does it? That's that's probably nothing. Not unless you have, you know, Pittsburgh's defense on your fantasy team or something like Which, that. Which, that'll be good. You know, that'll be a good one to use that. Uh, Rams at Colts. I mean, I'll be rooting for my guy Puka. I see that one might be that might be a sneaky one. You remember how good the Colts played the Ravens last week? Yeah, but that, that game was sloppy. A, that was like a rainy game. Minshew was playing. Yeah, that that might be one that they turn over to the red zone a little bit. Okay. Minnesota at Carolina. Oh man, dude, champing at the bit there for it, isn't it? <laughs> Another tank bowl game. Uh, Bucks at Saints. Those two teams really hate each other. Yeah, it's a division game. We'll get Lattimore versus Mike Evans again. Yeah. Um, 
Washington at Philadelphia. Blowout. Okay. Obviously, the Miami-Buffalo game, the over-under in that 52-and-a-half. You have to just take the over. Yeah. Miami could put 52-and-a-half up on their own. Somebody from the 573, Chris Jones over .25 sacks. Minus 166. Um, Loftus, you know, .25 sacks plus 100. Mike Dana over .25 sacks plus 110. I like the Karloftis because I think they're going to focus on Jones, which will free up Karloftis to get, you know, a cookie tonight. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Bad. Right? Ravens, Cleveland. No Deshaun Watson. Might be interesting. That'll be one that'll be on red zone. That, well, the Browns defense is just really good, so there might be some good defensive Jim Schwartz, baby. That little sawed-off guy. Yeah. Miles Garrett bumping people's heads with a helmet. I mean, just Miles Garrett is just, he's the best. <sighs> would you rather have Miles Garrett or TJ Watt? Mm. Is that as tough as would you rather have Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I probably Garrett because, you know, Watt, a little injury history there, but. He has 10 sacks already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's sort of a pick em. Yeah. How do you rank them? I don't know if you. Nick Bosa, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. <laughs> FMK. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Uh, the other game at noon, the last one, Denver, Chicago. Kidding uh, me? The Cincinnati Reds and the Arizona or the uh, St. Louis Cardinals last night. Final score was six to 15. Ooh. There's a chance that game has more points. Yeah. Denver, Chicago screams like 17 to 10. And both quarterbacks are just atrocious. Three o'clock. You get Raiders at Chargers. Patriots at Cowboys, Cardinals at Niners, Cardinals and then Chiefs, at Niners, and then Chiefs at Jets. Yeah. Oh, Cardinals at Niners yeah. could be just absolutely atrocious. That line is minus fourteen for the San Francisco 49ers. Although they Carolina the was thirteen point dogs last week. Seven eight five. I took the over on Bills Dolphins. Good for you. You should. Because you a are hoping this game isn't like 17 to 20 and B you're hoping to hit your bet. It could be 21, 21 at halftime because the bills can score. at will. The only thing I will say that I'm underestimating is that the dolphins haven't played a defense outside of new England and new England held them to 24. That game was 24 to 17. But what they did to Denver last week, not only was that an embarrassment and laughable that it happened to Denver, but, like, the way they did it makes me feel they can do that to anybody. Couldn't happen to a better team. No. Them or Cleveland. And now they're doing the thing on NFL. Who you picking? Dolphins quarterback, Bills quarterback. They went with Tua. How many receivers on the side are you taking? You're obviously taking the Dolphins receivers. You're taking the Dolphins running backs. What a game. What a day. Quentin, thank you for all your help. Uh, thanks to all the people that text in, especially the people that text in with kind words. I appreciate you all more than you could even imagine. Um, it is Sunday. It's October 1st. If you're going to Beyonce tonight, enjoy it. She's iconic. She's a superstar. Have fun at the show. For those of you that aren't, have fun at the watch party at Hollywood Casino. We'll all be there. 
Go out there and do something nice for somebody. It's cool to care. Go be kind. Have a good rest of your afternoon, Kansas City. I'll talk to you all tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.